what are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, ship me tracing out of Zion. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel. We are transitioning. Uh, it's been a bit of a journey already, but we are in the uh, studio together <laughs> right now. Um, but it's not set up the greatest, so yeah. But the audio is going to be a lot better, I believe. So hopefully, uh, hopefully. hopefully. Uh, so please enjoy good. the uh, extra smooth tones of John and Tom. Um, mm, super smooth. Super smooth. Anyway, um, we are here to talk to you today about some very, very, very early season predictions. We love to do them as early as possible to see how right and how wrong we can be. <laughs> but before we get to those, we do have a little bit of news. It's uh, it's cap news time. The salary cap is a little bit less than last year, so that's going to hinder some things. Not that the Eagles weren't already in cap hell, but hey, take some more away from us. We don't need it. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of teams out there, well, a few, including the Jets, that have a lot of cap room anyway, even with the lessened number for this year. Yep. I don't know what that's going to mean for them this year, but maybe. I don't, I don't know why it would matter. I mean, we just got rid of a bunch of people that had cap issues, so why would we go out and grab more? I mean, unless you're going to get a franchise quarterback with that money, I understand that, but other than that, there's no real point. I mean, I hear there is a quarterback that is willing to come back for another season. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick does want to play again <laughs> at age 38, so he's going to land somewhere for somehow, yeah. some way. He just keeps plugging along, and he may end up being a starting quarterback again in the National Football League. That being said, there is a quarterback who has been having, uh, how do we put it, some issues with a contract. He didn't get franchise <laughs> tagged, even though the deadline was uh, just a today or yesterday. But he got a big deal. Yeah, Dak Prescott basically got a four-year, $160 million deal, including... A record $126 million guaranteed, which I believe, I think I read somewhere, which is $1 million more than Tony Romo made over his career. <laughs> so, just by signing the contract. Four years. Four years. There's a lot of money. $40 million a year is basically what it boils if down to. If you think to. about it, four years is not long enough. No, it really is. To, to get that kind of money. When you don't even know if the Cowboys are going to be that good. I no. think they'll be likely the best team in the division. But It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much, <laughs> but I'm just like, you think that the way they're built right now, that they can win a Super Bowl, even with Dak Prescott, and if Zeke still stays Zeke, the defense has to improve a lot from last year. Yes. I have some later on. When we get to our ESPs that will build on that. But as far as that defense goes, yeah, there's got a lot of issues mm -hmm. there that would probably point in the direction of not making a Super Bowl. <laughs> right. But right. we'll talk about the offense a little later when we get to our ESPs. Um, so after... 
Dak got his deal. Apparently, Jerry Jones had some comments. And one of those comments was, if anyone has ever taken advantage of me financially, I'm proud it's the one sitting next to me on the right, referring to Dak Prescott. Yeah. Um, <laughs> leave it to Jerry Jones to, no matter how he says things, it's there's always some kind of underhanded tone to it. Yes. It's like, oh, you're taking advantage of me. <laughs> I like it, but you're still taking advantage of me. Like, that's just Jerry Jones in a nutshell. Yep, that is Jerry Jones, and I'm not going to stop talking about his <laughs> dumb comments. It is a thing that will forever be uh, have a place in my heart as an Eagles fan. We like yep. to make fun of anybody else in that division, and... Right now, I have to hold on to something because it's going to be a long year. And, uh, yeah. 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 I, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> I don't. Uh, all right. Uh, we get to some releases and some rumors. A um, couple of guys that got released, wide receivers, that'll probably beg a pretty decent price, even with their injury history and whatnot. Uh, John Brown, uh, he's been released from Buffalo, which yeah. is kind of sad. I think he could have still had a nice role with Josh Allen and yeah. his mighty wide receiver duo of uh, Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley, but he just I, I think, think they just didn't want to deal with it anymore. I think they realized that they were good enough without him, sure. and they didn't they weren't able to use him enough for the, what they ha- for the time they right. had him. So. I don't think they just they just said, we'll move on. We'll get a rookie that's similar in style or something. Who knows? They're going to find something to replace what they wanted out of him. But he didn't play enough football for them. So I think that's probably why they said, you know, what, we'll move on. Right. And from what I'm hearing, uh, the Bills are very intent on adding a tight end in free agency or mm-hmm. maybe even via trade. Uh, there's actually quite a number out there right now to choose from. John U. Smith did not get uh, yeah. franchise. Hunter Henry's a free agent. Obviously, he's a good not going to get franchise. Yeah. Kyle Rudolph, Gerald Everett, and, you know, maybe Zach Ertz. Who knows? He could it's be released. Very possible. If we can't find a trade partner for him. He actually very well could be released, which would kind of break my heart. I don't <laughs> want Zach being cut as his last thing that ever happened with the Eagles. Although, if yeah. he's not an Eagle anymore, this last season was not a very good send off. So, um, then we have some more rumors. The Jets are still getting calls on Sam Darnold. I yeah. don't know what possibly there could be there. I mean, maybe the Bears are still interested in a quarterback. Then you could go see Sam Darnold if you wanted to real close. Yeah, it wouldn't mean as much. <laughs> no, I, I do like Sam Darnold, but yeah. Um, I, I loved reading this one. You know, we've all had the... Uh, Antonio Brown saga. If you <laughs> listen to us, you very well know our stance on Antonio Brown. And this last year, we've also had some stories about Juju on the Steelers being a little bit of a a diva. And now yep. the Steelers website itself is suggesting that Chase Claypool has diva tendencies. Oh, come on. <laughs> so if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers well, you're a wide receiver... You must just be a diva. What is, what's the, how are they suggesting this? I, I'm not 100% sure. It just said diva tendencies. <laughs> so maybe we'll see it come to light uh, if he becomes like the number one guy there and Juju isn't there. I guess they just, there's a, a the X or the Y position is just, 
you yeah. transform into a diva when you're in <laughs> Pittsburgh, I guess. Um, all right, we got one more bit of news, which I was actually kind of sad to see because I was hoping he was going to get out, and that was Allen Robinson mm. is getting the franchise tag placed on him. Yep. Good news for Bears fans, especially if they somehow ended up with Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson, yeah. which I have that would, doubts, but yeah. Allen Robinson would be a top five wide receiver if he ended up getting paired with one of those guys. Cause if he can be a top 10 type of guy with Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky at the helm, that's true. Guess what? Yeah. He's probably going to be that much better with somebody who actually can get in the ball, but we will see. Yep. So I guess without further ado, we, we gotta grab ourselves by the bootstraps, pull ourselves up right here. And uh, we'll put it all out on the line, and we will stand by our words. We <laughs> may have to very well eat some of these. I'm going to backtrack on this, I'm sure. But uh, why don't we start with a, a a preview of what a an ESP can be, an early season prediction. And then after that, we will do our ESP bump, and we'll go into our ESP. So uh, Tom has a random, not player-specific Early season prediction for us. What is it, Tom? Well, first of all, you don't have the bump anymore. For no, ESP? I have the bump. I just okay. didn't want to use it for this. Okay, one. okay, okay. Well, I'm just now getting something, and oh, okay. it's oh yes, I feel it. Um, uh, it is a uh, ESP that this Super Bowl MVP, just like Tom Brady was this last year, will be a player who has never been on that team before. So Tom Brady, new team, Super Bowl MVP, I think it's going to happen again. That is just something I was thinking of. But with all the changes that are happening right now, there's all sorts of players going to different teams. It would not surprise me in the least if there was a, a Super Bowl MVP that came from a different team for just uh, – it, it, it seems <laughs> viable. Of very course. viable. No, no, at this point. it is a very, very <clears throat> viable um, thing that could happen. So I'm just in my head. I'm going over the options because usually Super Bowl MVP, probably a quarterback. Yeah. So we're looking at quarterbacks that were not on that team. Yeah. This last season, yeah. who do we have? Guys like Matt Stafford. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've got some other guys that may be traded, like Russell Wilson. And Watson. Sean Watson. Yep. Guys like that. So, I could know. see Russell Wilson, depending on where he goes. It could happen. If he gets traded. Actually, it is going. Yep, it's going to happen. Oh, I oh. just, it came oh right back. I, just it, like that. It clarified just it. Just like that. Yep. Okay, well, there's your example. If you haven't heard our ESPs before, this is very, very, very in the future. <laughs> and now we will go into actual ESPs. ESP, early season predictions. Well, you started off, and I will continue. Okay. My first ESP, and it may not be that far-fetched, but my first ESP is Cam Akers. Mm. He only played 13 games last year. He had 145 rushes for 625 yards, two touchdowns. That doesn't seem very good, does it? I have 
I mean, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on a team with a brand new quarterback. And it may have a new philosophy there. His new quarterback, Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. A guy who has never had a running game. That's true. Ever. <laughs> that for any true. reason. That is true. The Rams seemed like they wanted to run the ball a little bit more last year. And they had multiple people do it. But one guy is going to stand out above them all next season. And that is going to be Cam Akers. He can do it yeah. all. We saw him at Florida State. Behind a garbage offensive line. We saw him behind a semi-garbage offensive line last year, and we saw him make flashes towards the end of the season. Now, we are going to see him break out second-year running back, a full 16-game schedule, stays healthy for all 16 games, 1,200 yards, and 10 touchdowns for Haymakers next year. I think it is very possible, but... It all depends on if the opposing teams want to stop Matt Stafford, who the Rams gave up a lot to get. So they're going to try and get the most out of him. That may lead to a very, very good year for one Cam Akers. All right. I I don't disagree that he's going to have a good year. I think he will have a good year. I just don't know how good it's going to be. What's your actual prediction? I don't know if I heard I that. I just said it. What was it? Just a very 1200 good yards 12, and 10 oh, touchdowns. 1200 yards. I got you. Yeah, 1200 yards and 10 touchdowns. All right, all there right, you go. Right. Book it. Cam when did Akers. when did that come just just now? It just it, it, this weekend it's just been stewing and it all culminated right here and right now. Wow. So this, this is crazy. I mean, I do feel a presence a presence. Uh maybe is not. It, the ghost of David Johnson past. <laughs> <laughs> it is a David Johnson presence. How did you know? See, we're so connected right now. It's the presence in the room. I can feel <sighs> the energy of a very good running back yes. that we haven't seen for a while. David Johnson. <clears throat> that was coming to me. Okay. First, what do DeAndre Hopkins, J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller all have in common? Mm, what do they have in common? <clears throat> They're all very possibly former Texan players who at one time were stars for that team. Mm. Now, the Texans need a star, and David Johnson is the last real core player <laughs> left on that team. Mm. Uh, he, he just restructured his contract, so that's telling you they still want him. True. He was... Only able to get 691 rushing yards last year with 314 receiving yards and eight touchdowns last season. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound fantastic, but the Texans currently have very few draft picks with a lot of other positions like we just described, all them players, mm-hmm. a lot of other, other positions that they need to fill as well. Okay. So he may not have much competition next season. And, um, yeah. Go ahead. And, and I don't know if you had mentioned it. They have released Duke Johnson. So they do not yes. have the other D Johnson to take carries away from one D Johnson. <laughs> yes. Um, but when David Johnson's best year was, what, 2015? <laughs> 2016? 2016. Yeah. Now, what was... His yards per carry in 2016. 
Uh, 4.2, it looks like. And the year before, what was that in 2015? 4.6. What was his yards per carry last year? 4.7. There it is, folks. It's just hitting us right now. We're just realizing just how great this ESP is. That's what really stuck out to me when I did kind of look these numbers up. When he had 1,000 yards in 2016 and 16 touchdowns, he averaged 4.2 yards per carry. He, he got the ball a lot, so you know you're not going right. to get a, a ton of yards per carry. 4.2 is still pretty good. But last year, 4.7 yards per carry. That's pretty amazing if you really think about it because you, you would think David Johnson not the guy, you know, that's going to give you 4.7 yards every time he touches right. the ball. But it wasn't one of those great years in 2016. But And he didn't have 80 receptions. Like he had in 2016. Nope. And I'm not saying he's going to have 80 receptions <laughs> coming up this next year, but who else are you going to throw the ball to when there's no Hopkins or Fuller? There's uh, nobody and if, left. And if Watson's <laughs> not the quarterback, heck yeah, dump that ball off to David Johnson. Why not? Because he's going to be available. He had 17 points per game on average in his last uh, in this last season in fantasy land. And... If you would, if he would have played all sixteen games, which I know that's the big bugaboo here, <laughs> if bit. he would have played all sixteen games and continued with that average, he would have scored two hundred and seventy-two points on the season, according to the Flag League. That would have put him good enough to be eighth overall. Oh my goodness! As for running backs on the season, that is impressive. It's something you don't realize. Now, did you see how he did in the last three games of this last season? Uh, did he do fairly decent? He did pretty good. 26.7 points per game in those last three games. Wow. And if he were con- to continue that for the whole season, now I know it's a small <laughs> sample size, but if, if that was his entire season, the 26.7 points per game, he would be a top five fantasy running back. Now, again, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I think there's a possibility things could all come together. David Johnson his draft value to me is going to be absolutely amazing this year because I think he's going to be really good and nobody's going to know it nobody's going to sit there and think yes David Johnson he's worth me taking in the first two rounds because he's not going to go in the first two rounds he sure as hell better not I think he'll finish as an RB1 wow that's basically my ESP here. Now, there's a caveat to this. <laughs> he must complete the entire year. Yes. All 16 games. That might be the most difficult part for him. That usually is. <laughs> and if he does, I'm not super opposed <laughs> to say that he could be a top five running back oh, in fantasy next goodness. year. Oh, my goodness. I'm not going that far. That mm-hmm. sounds a little too crazy, but if he's healthy, I think he's going to be fantastic. And that is my first ESP. Well, we are we are really putting it out there on the first <laughs> official one of the season for Tom here. When so. I started looking at the numbers, I just said, you know what? He is actually performing really well. It just stinks they didn't give him the ball enough. Yep. He really did not get the ball enough. 
Yep, he uh, he had twelve games and only one hundred and forty-seven attempts. So that is yeah, just you know, right around twelve attempts per game, and that's not a lot. Uh, when he had his twenty sixteen year, he was getting uh, right around eighteen attempts per mm-hmm. game plus all those catches. So if he can get anywhere near the the receptions go up, I think this year for sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, he only had forty six targets. In the year he had 80 catches, he had 120 targets. Yeah. Those are receiver yeah. numbers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we need to need to keep an eye on that. And like you said, there's yep. not a lot of competition, and there's not a lot of people that can catch the ball right there that anybody would be confident in. Now, my mm, opposition to this one for, <laughs> for right now. I still got the feeling. You can't <laughs> you take it. You can't take it. Is what if Deshaun Watson isn't there? Then, we're we're going to get a lot of dump-offs, like I said. But you've got to <laughs> stay on the field to get dump-offs. Oh, he's going to. There's no quarterback. That can, you're going to be three and out, and maybe he will get 80 catches, but he'll only yeah. have 100 carries because they won't get anywhere on the field. But we will. We'll see, but I'm still saying he's got the ability to do it still. He's going to get super overlooked this year. I think we've heard that before. This is the ghost. It's not of like it's not like he was terrible David though. Johnson. You just look at the numbers. It's not his fault. It is the it's fault of the team and the coaching. It's not his fault. It's not. Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move along. We've got uh, one more ESP each, and I told you we'd talk about it. I hate to admit it, but I'm going to talk about Amari Cooper. Mm. Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. really, really, really had a good year last year, if you'll really look at it, <laughs> because yeah. he had targets all year long, and his targets, even with garbage quarterbacks, were 5, 6, 9, 8, 9, 7, 6, 5. That's good. That means he is still an elite route runner, and he's still able to get it enough catches to stay fantasy viable for the most part. We all saw some of those really, really bad Dallas games. (laughs) But overall, after the first five games with Dak Prescott, he was getting 14, 9, 12, and 16 targets in the first four games. That's insane. And that is still with CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup and whoever the menagerie of tight ends are on that team, along with Zeke, still getting targets. That is Amari Cooper that was getting just peppered with targets. And he ended the year with 130 targets, 92 catches, 1,114 yards, and only five touchdowns. Mm -hmm. And only one of those touchdowns came with Dak last year. Well, Dak is locked up. Dak is back. If Dak is healthy and ready to go in this season, I, I... do I dare even speak <laughs> what I think Amari Kate Cooper is? Three years ago, we would have laughed at us and, for even considering what you're going to say next. And if you look at his fantasy numbers, he was actually really consistent. He was extreme. That's what I, my point was going to be. <laughs> he was extremely consistent. There, He has never a back-to-back game. Under 10 points. And, that's, and, and that is just, 
that's the type of consistency that I go for. I go for that. I'm going to have to consider this, especially with a quarterback such as Dak Prescott when he didn't even have Dak Prescott for the majority of the year. Right. This is this could be big. This is could be big. Be really big. Just how big is it going to be, JJ? Uh, it was a couple of years ago. I made a prediction about mm-hmm. a certain wide receiver. Mm. Do you remember what that prediction was? Because it's basically the same prediction. Man, for that's Amari Cooper. You're gonna really push it. <laughs> you're really pushing it. Amari Cooper will be a top three wide receiver in 2021. Wow. So if you can get him in the third or fourth round, oh, please do it. Please do it every single time this year. He yeah. is going to win people I, some leagues. I don't disagree with that last part. I think third round, that's gold. Yes. I think top three is <laughs> that's pushing you it remember, for me, do obviously. you remember who I said that last person was going to be? Oh, yes, and he's been great since. Ever since Mr. Devontae Adams. Yes. So if if he puts up numbers like Devontae Adams, you all know what that is capable of in fantasy land. Mm-hmm. So just saying. Mm-hmm. I hear. Just saying. Yep. All right. We got one left. This one is just coming in now. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, yep. Oh, oh no. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, really? I don't want to do this one because it's so, it's so Homer-ish. Oh, I, but yeah, it came into me. I have to do it. But the New York Jets, Denzel Mims is coming into play here. Mm. I, I just have to, I have to talk about it. I guess um, this one is really more, mostly based off feeling. Um, it is not. I don't have a ton of stats to back this up. Obviously, he didn't play that much last year, but he has a new offensive coordinator in Mike Lafleur, and we know how some wide receivers can do under a LaFleur name, which we just talked about, Devontae Adams. Oh. Well, the new offense quarter, Mike LaFleur, is going to use the same type of offense he did on the 49ers, which was it's kind of worrisome a little bit because I didn't particularly like the way the 49ers ran their offense. But if that's the way the Packers run their offense, then I whatever. I don't give a crap as long as it works. Right. But uh, Mims had some things to talk about, and a lot of this is just me quoting what Mims is going to say because this the things he says really stand out to me. He said, I think I'll fit in real well with the style that they have. It's kind of similar to what I had in college. I think good things will come out of it for me. Mims said he already, he already met the new wide receivers coach, which is Miles Austin, who um, – he was a pretty good player when he, he was, was with Dallas was. in his playing days. It wasn't like he was an absolutely awful player. He had he had some years where he was looking really good. Um, but he, he Mims says he you know, he played in the league. I think he'll try to show us the uh, the the right way to do things, how to go about the game, and that will be good for us. When asked about a self scout, now this is where it really <laughs> really gives me the impression that he's going to be something special. Mims said, my blocking stands out, which it does. He's a great blocker. Um, he says, I'm, I'm very aggressive, very physical, which he is. He says, I know the game of football, which I will go back to. 
I will go back to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I understand it very well. One day, very soon, I want to make my route running one of my strong suits. I've been critiquing that, trying to get that right. I want to be very dominant in that part of my game. I want to be known as one of the very best when it comes to that. So I'm going to do, well, I'm going to try to do everything I can to get better in that area. Now, if you know me well, this is easy analysis. <laughs> he says he knows the game of football and he understands it very well. I absolutely 1,000% think he really does. After the last thing I just said about his route running. Now, he's not the greatest route runner right now. But he knows what makes good wide receivers. That's right. And that is route running. And that's one thing that can be taught. That's one thing you can learn. You can't learn to catch footballs. That's something you have to have a talent for. You can't learn to have speed. That's something you have to just have. There's a lot of things about being a wide receiver that he already has. He is a fantastic athlete. But the route running, when he says stuff like that, that makes me think he is going to be a fantastic wide receiver. And this year, I don't, it's not a great, oh boy, here we go. Right in the middle of my ESP. (laughs) I feel it. See, you even get music with ESPs. That's right. It's crazy. But, uh. He's going to have a year like no other jet wide receiver. Except for Keyshawn Johnson. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he will be at the very least a wide receiver two in fantasy football. He will not be a flex. He will not be a flex option. He will be better than that. A fantasy football wide receiver two this year. And it doesn't matter who's the quarterback. He's going to get that route running perfected. I have faith in that. I don't know if he'll get perfected this year, but when he gets that route running perfected, look for Devontae Adam numbers. That I'm serious. Would be amazing. I'm dead serious. This guy is going to be a fantastic wide receiver going forward just based off of one thing, how he thinks, and the <laughs> fact that he knows that route running makes great wide receivers, and he's going to get that right. I promise you he's going to have a fantastic career in the NFL. As long as his work ethic matches his actual perception of what he needs to do, yeah, like it's going to happen. Might, might not be 2021, but... I'm not saying he's going to be fantastic right. this year, but he's going to be a number two wide receiver in fantasy football. I, I guarantee it. And for that, again, phenomenal draft value. Phenomenal draft value. Considering that he may not get drafted in some leagues, yes. yes. That would be great. Yes. Phenomenal draft value. Yes. So there you have it, folks. Our first four early, <laughs> early. That took a lot out of me, guys. I, it's really Ooh. hard to get the. The, the, the spirits and coming in. It's going to take it's, at least oof. a week to recover from this. Oh, my. From, 
Oh my goodness! <laughs> but I do, I do have to say, yeah. I, I love the fact that after my ESP, because we did not really coordinate on no, who our we players didn't. were going to be, but my ESP was Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. who is amazing at running routes. Yes, and you covered that with a rookie that wants to get this, to Amari Cooper level route running. When I discovered this, and I literally discovered this a couple of years ago, where I looked it up for myself. I didn't I didn't like hear it from somebody. I just was like, you know, all these rookie receivers that weren't any good but were highly touted suck at route running. Suck. Yes. They have all the other traits, but they suck at one thing. But with the ones that had good route running, it didn't matter if they weren't great at all the other stuff. They still had some success in the NFL. Look at uh, Treadwell. Yeah. Awful. Awful. Awful route running, and he's a nobody. But he was highly touted coming out of, coming out of the draft. These are the types of things that I, when I hear something like this, I got to get better at route running. He wants, it to, he wants to be one of the best, if not the best at it. Yeah. I mean, I – I'm sorry. If that happens, he's going to be a fantastic wide receiver. Yep. Uh, Network has spoken in the chat. He came in here. He was the one that hosted us. Thank you, Network. Yes. Uh, we were in the middle of deep meditation. And, and it, you could hear what happened when I was in that meditation. That was exactly. that's amazing. Uh, but, yes, Devontae Parker, another one of those where he's yeah. finally coming to his own. He's coming he, around. Good route runner. He just, for whatever reason, didn't quite put it all together in um, the first three years. Well, hold so. on now. What? Who was his head coach? Uh, was it Adam Gates? I believe it was oh, the worst. No, worst coach in all of football. Uh, so, and yes. yes, Brian Edwards also said to be a great route runner. Mm-hmm. We were very I'm, high on him yep. last year for whatever Huge. reason. He didn't get on the field as much. He'll get uh, there. Yeah, he'll get he there. Will, he will get there. So, all right. That, that takes a lot out of us. It's a shorter episode. <laughs> we are very drained this week. We'll probably stay on for a few minutes on Twitch for anybody that's out there because uh, we got some things we need to um, get better with our new setup. So, uh, yeah. We have some rearranging probably to do as well. We've got some rearranging. I like my setup solo, but guess what? Uh, we got two in the room <laughs> now, and we got to make it fit both of us. So, all right, that is going to do it for us this week. We appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, uh, these predictions are 100% spot on, and we can look in wow. a few months from now and be wow. like, oh, we told you so. 100% spot 100%. on will be, <laughs> I, I'll quit my day job and just do ESPs for the rest of my life. That may happen. And <laughs> speaking about quitting your day job, maybe uh, we're going to be doing another community slot. Mm. Hit us up at Fantasy Fuel on Twitter. Every other Saturday, the next one will be March 20th. If you're listening to this any uh, earlier than March 20th, and you want to get in. The more, the merrier. Just message us, and yeah. we'll let you know all the rest of the details. But the last time, we all tripled our profits. So, guess what? We we got something going on here. And if you want to be a part of that, do not hesitate to ask us. All right. Thank you for watching out there on Twitch and listening to us in podcast land and don't forget to stay fueled up for more ESPs.